You're leaking something. So, if you're leaking something, what are you leaking? And I don't mean you're taking a leak either. <laughs> Have you ever felt like you're leaking something? Like, your dignity, or you're leaking your patience. Boy, there is one I think everybody's felt, right? Uh, you're, you're, you're leaking um, sanity. Yeah, I think I, I can definitely chalk myself up on that one, or, or, or I'm leaking patience. God dang. Um, or maybe you're losing yourself. Leaking. Losing. <sighs> Don't work yourself too frickin' hard, folks. God dang it. I mean, and don't let, you know, sometimes you are your own worst enemy. 90% of the time we are, aren't we? I mean, that's my thing. Lately, I've been my own worst enemy. I'll get these things I'm a little upset about in my head, and I'll let it fester, and holy shit snacks, it builds itself into something that's pathetic. At the end of the day, did it really help anything other than just leave you pissed off for a while? Yeah, I let, so, I let stuff fester a little too much sometimes, and uh, sometimes not enough, you know? I mean, you know, standing up for yourself and standing up for, and, and uh, dignifying your opinions, and, uh, you know, to one guy what might be bullshit is to the next guy uh, just an average day or, you know, a great day. You know, people in life a lot of times are begging for the problems that you have because they have such great big problems. You know, I mean, if you, if you think you've got problems, go sit in the lobby of a children's hospital. And yes, I have told you that before. And uh, I absolutely, absolutely sometimes really need to think of that. And, you know, there, there's times where I'm letting stuff fester and I'll catch myself. And I'll, you know, I'll start thinking about what I am thankful for one right after the other. The little things, the big things, the main things, the not so main things, all that. I just start thinking. And uh, it'll, bring, it'll bring your spirits up in a hurry. It, it takes a few minutes, but it'll it'll do it. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm sure glad you're here, and I certainly hope you're not leaking anything that's good. I, if you're leaking the bad shit, that's fine. You know, I mean, you can leave a stink trail all day long. That's uh, that's not bad. That's not a bad thing. Let somebody else deal with that shit. But uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Gosh, I'm sure glad you guys are here. I mean. Having the listenership that we have right now at the Poultry Homestead Podcast Nation, I mean, you are a wonderful group of people, and I really don't know why you listen to me, but hey, I appreciate you and thank you. And uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, I'm a podcaster that is not perfect at my craft. What exactly is my craft? Everything. And you'll find out why if you keep listening. 
Um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, let, you know, last time I was talking about the shed edition. Well, this last weekend, on Friday, my beautiful wife calls me up, and she says, the steel came in. She calls me Friday morning, right away. The steel came in at the local home center that we shop at and ordered the steel from. So, shit yeah, that was actually really good news, because I didn't want to really wait around for that steel. I kind of wanted it in so I could get it on and get the addition done. Like, okay, we're done, I'm done, addition done. So we got the steel on and then we went and got some 2 before's and we built some walls and shit with 2 before's and all that stuff. I, uh, we did not get the steel. My beautiful uh, wife and my mother-in-law went and got the steel. Um, and to those two, I really got to thank them. Uh, there, was, there was only one sheet that was a little dented up, but well, who gives a shit? It was fine. Uh, so yeah, we're good there. And I was really happy that we got it because, hell dang, it looks pretty snazzy up there. Um, you ever get the first sheet of your steel perfect? Okay, now, now those of you who have not installed steel, please listen to me on this because this will help you in the future. Um... You get your first sheet perfect. It's perfectly lined up. Everything is exactly right. But each sheet does not exactly match the measurements of the sheet that you put on seven years ago. So the sheet of today is about a sixteenth to an eighth of an inch different than the sheets of seven years ago. So by the time I got to the end of the shed, they were crooked as fuck. And... Let me tell you, it's not a really big uh, booster to your ego at the end of that. But you know what? Done is the new perfect, and they went on great, and the cows will be happier and shit. And the cows absolutely don't even know what straight is. But I do. And I'm a little upset that um, I somehow couldn't have done anything about that. But you know what? It's going to be a great barn edition. And uh, if I ever get my Instagram fired up again, I'll probably throw a few uh, pictures on it. Um, but then, not only that, we got the steel on. My wife slapped a coat of paint on all the wood that uh, was uh, to the eyeball, and it looks wonderful. And uh, we also put wood on the ends, and she also got an 8-foot space in that lean. Uh, so the cows have 32 feet of lean. We have 8 feet and um, it's wonderful. She's got a little spot where she can put the wheelbarrow, her little cart, uh, hay if we ever need to, uh, stuff like that. Uh, pretty important spot for us actually, and it's uh, an amazing spot to stage and or store stuff that needs a roof over it, but it doesn't need sidewalls on it. It does have a sidewall facing the north, um, and that'll help the cattle stay warm. You know, a couple little wind blocks there. Um, you know, I mean, the lean was basically so the cows didn't get snowed on or rained on, and basically so the cows have a little windbreak and a little place to stay. Uh, as the sun is rising in the east in the winter, it hits the gray on that shed and it warms the cows right up. You know, a good little warm spot to be when it's 20, 20 degrees below zero and crystal clear outside, a spot to warm yourself up in the morning. So, um, yeah, very important, very good spot. Uh, it'll be a great spot for, um, you know, our um, 
it'll be a great spot for our, you know, our, our cows to just hang out at and some of our stuff. So really excited about it. Um, and then on Thursday last weekend, the day before Friday, the day before we got our tin, uh, my beautiful wife called me in the morning and she said that we got 51 Freedom Rangers in the mail delivered. Uh, the United States Postal Service tracking sucked donkey balls, but uh, that may be because the chicks came to us on Delta Airlines from the Freedom Ranger hatchery. So we're excited to uh, we're excited to get them, and they were very healthy when they got here. Uh, one died since, so that leaves us with 50. What we actually ordered. And they're looking pretty good and healthy. I mean, um, I don't use those real strong heat lamps. So, um, you know, I, they're a little cold. I actually use 100 watt bulbs because they don't tend to explode like the freaking heat lamps did. That was a real pisser, by the way. I, bad thing. Anyway, yeah, so the, uh, the bulbs don't explode and it's safe. And they stay warm enough. They also cuddle up to each other, which is good too. Uh, you know, they do that with their mom, you know, um, if they're naturally being raised. So naturally raised meat birds and cuddling up with their mom. And uh, it's pretty easy to clean their poop up right now because they're all in one spot, which is really good. So uh, yeah, happy about that. Happy about the, um, all this stuff, you know, coming about. So this brings up a really good point now that we got these meat birds. What does the fall look like after this? Uh, well, there's gonna be a lot of butchering involved and it's in our future, it's about a month away. I'm about, a, yeah, about roughly a month away from a lot of butchering. Um, the Freedom Rangers, you know, if they just came last week, obviously I'm not gonna be butchering them in a month, but I will be butchering those around Thanksgiving, okay? So that's my future. I need to get some cutlery and borrow my buddy's uh, stuff and get a couple turkey fryers. You know, I need to make some purchases for that. Uh, just a couple hundred bucks worth of things and um, we'll be good to go there. And hopefully Thanksgiving weekend is uh, above freezing temperatures during the day and I can just quick butcher them, 50 of them, get them in the freezer, uh, and that will be on top of what we butcher almost a month before that, which will be what I'm hoping is two deer and our steer, banjo. Now Banjo will not quite be two years old yet, but he's just, he's a big boy. I mean, wow, he is a big boy. And uh, so we're excited to have that, but my heavens, I, my tractor will not lift him, okay? So that's one issue that we're kind of running into at the moment, but it's nothing we can't get past. So my tractor will not lift him. I might have to cut him in half in order to lift him. Um, I need to find a place to put the gut pile, which I'm guessing will be in our dirt pile. I'll uh, mine out a spot for that, because that's going to be a lot of guts, you know. And um, that much guts is a lot of shit. And then uh, the rest of him, I don't know, I'll, I'll probably have to either put it in the garbage can or a dumpster or something. Take it down to the landfill, I don't know. Um, the rest of him, you know whatever but anyway yeah i gotta get the rest of him in there and then the gut pile um I, I i need to get a that cutlery i was talking about i think would be perfect for him as well 
but a meat grinder and a powerful one at that. So I'm gonna do all the butchering at home. Uh, I'll just butcher him myself. Uh, if I can, I could cut up two to three deer in a day and get them exactly what I want. Um, I will have leftover meat if we decide we want any sausage or sticks or anything like that. I was assuming I was just grinding meat, um, you know, venison for tacos and chili and stuff like that, and then the beef for obviously same stuff, you know, hamburgers, beef, tacos, whatever. Um, you know, I'll have that, but then I'll have the cuts, the roasts, and the steaks. Now, roasts and steaks, I'm going to have a shit ton of that because I'm going to have a whole cow's worth. So that ought to last us a really long time, and my wife is absolutely excited for red wine and uh, either venison or beef roast. She cannot wait. So I'm pretty excited too, to be honest, and you know what? We'll see how it goes. You know, I mean, sometimes you just gotta wing it, and when you're butchering, you just do what you do. And uh, we got, god oh, dang it, we got briskets and frickin' uh, what the hell's that called? Uh, prime rib. You know, I gotta kinda watch a few YouTubes prior to this and, and get in on that. You know, how to, how to actually just cut him up. Uh, I do know how to cut a deer up. But, you know, some of these cuts, I'm going to end up with a lot of meat where I don't usually end up with any meat on a deer. I'm going to have a lot of meat from this guy, you know, that in, in, these, in these other spots. And we don't want any of it to go to waste, you know. So, yeah, you know, and, and with a cow, you know, I mean, with a deer, you know, you try to get as much of that fat off as you can. And with a cow, you know, you might want to leave a little on there you know i mean that beef fat's good stuff you know and uh grass-fed domesticated you know big big old steer you know he's he's hot scots highlander angus cross just in case you're wondering um i probably already said that but anyway yeah so there's a lot of butchering in our future uh the fall is looking really really good for us i mean i'm excited about this i'm really excited about this because there comes a time when you need to learn something new. And when you're constantly learning new stuff, that keeps this homesteading thing a little bit more fresh and a little bit more on the new. Um, maybe we, you know, will not only be selling raw milk and eggs and chickens, maybe we'll be selling ground beef or steaks. You know what I mean? From the homestead. Sounds good to me. I don't know. I mean, if I'm butchering it, yeah, why not? You know, a little farmer's market, a uh, place where you get your protein. Anyway, thank you for tuning in today, and I sure appreciate it, and God bless you. I mean, that barn edition, I really do have to say, uh, my wife put the farm logo on it when we were completely done. It is beautifully painted white with uh, black letters that she drew by hand. Uh, and she painted them black, our farm logo. Absolutely beautiful. I hope I can do a photo shoot with my wife there someday in some kind of uh, homesteader outfit. You know what I mean? You know, that'd be a great, great thing for our uh, business website. But anyway, thank you very much for tuning in today, and I sure appreciate it. And gosh, I'm uh, really looking forward to this fall. You know, I got a lot of butchering coming up. Uh, projects are kind of on the wind down a little bit. 
Um, but yeah, a lot of deer hunting and, and um, geez, butchering. Can't wait. You know, this, this uh, just to have freezers full of meat. I mean, I, I feel a little empty right now, you know, because um, we do have a few chickens left and I have a couple quail left and one cut from last year's deer left. You know, it lasted all, almost a whole year. So, um, yeah, geez, really looking forward to, to getting the, that, that freezer filled. Uh, well, multiple freezers filled, you know. And then once we put all that meat in the freezer, it'll help my wife's milk cool down faster. I don't know if that makes any sense to you whatsoever, but it does. Um, the load of the frozen stuff in the freezer helps the freezer cool other things because there's so much of a already cooled down load in there. The freezer doesn't have to work as hard to cool it because everything's already cool. And she puts her raw milk in there for a couple hours every day just to get it cool as fast as she can to give her customers the highest quality product possible uh, and make sure it got cooled quickly. So it's real, I'm really excited about this and, and really excited that we will fill these freezers and her milk will cool instantly. Because in the winter, it's no big deal. She milks into that, those pails and they're already cooling. You know, it's already a refrigerated or frozen environment. So, you know, something to think about. But anyway, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, yeah, if you want to connect, Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Once again, hang in there and don't leak out all your good stuff. Leak out all the shit stuff, but don't leak out all the good stuff, right? Anyway. Have a good one.